right. This is your host, Ashley Curry, the warrior witch, and joining me today is... Tanner Kinney, the fraudulent wizard. And... Shweta Sundarajan, the wicked witch of the East. All right, guys, as we know, this is actually a special episode, I should probably side note. We are teaming up with Tanner, even though he's been on this yeah, podcast yes. before, for Input 2, because... Yeah, Input 2, my film podcast that I do very occasionally. <laughs> anyway, um, we're combining because this topic covers both movies... And cultural issues and society's issues. Oh, um, boy. Oh, boy. Which, as we know, award season is upon us. You know, all those nominations are coming out. And the Oscars released their nominations for this year. And... It was certainly something. It's something. And so we're going to talk about those. First, we decided that we are going to talk about the categories individually and then kind of get an overview. And then we'll dive into the issues that have been surrounding these yes. nominations so this year. So if you out there have not been keeping up with the Oscars and you're not familiar with what has been nominated uh, and you don't feel like looking it up, you just want to listen in, we will go through each of the categories and talk about some of the stuff that's been nominated. And if you want to follow along, go ahead and pull it up on your webpage. We just are using a CNN link, so yep. you can find it in a number of different places, just whatever works for you. It's uh, nothing fancy. It might help you keep... Uh, Keep like and keep keep count of what's happening. Yeah. Keep track of what we're going on about. So we've decided to start with the technical categories yeah. and move up to the more prestigious, broader, prestigious, ca- the ones that people really care about. Yeah, because technical categories are important. Film film doesn't yes. happen without film editing. But let's be real. But everyone, film editing is not marketable. Exactly. Everyone's gonna be talking about the bigger categories. The next day versus, yes. you know, who won makeup and hairstyling. Yeah, the, the best film editing is the kind of editing you don't notice. Uh, yeah. You only really notice film editing when it's bad. Yeah. yeah. Or the costumes are horrible or cheap. Yeah. And- which, which would explain why Joker got nominated, because you noticed that the film editing was bad. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh. oh Tanner's going to get some we're hate starting. mail. <laughs> All right, so like we said, we're starting with the technical categories. So first up is makeup and hairstyling. Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. (laughs) Tanner, are you okay there? (laughs) I forgot Maleficent was nominated. (laughs) I forgot that was a movie that came out. Yeah. It really was a movie that came out. I actually got a review for it. It, I never got a second draft for it because it needed some work. Yeah. But... Uh, it wasn't good. <laughs> you didn't really, like, you heard about it, like, when it was first coming out, and then you heard nothing afterwards. Yeah, but, uh, makeup and hairstyling, again, very important, and I have a lot of respect for, uh, professional makeup artists yeah. and hair, and the people do, who do the hairstyling. It's not easy. It's tough work, but, uh, this is also the category that was won by Suicide Squad in 2016, so. Oh, yes. Uh, over Star Trek Beyond, which had, like, alien products prosthetics and all sorts of other hey, things. No one said the Oscars are always right. And uh, but you see Harley Quinn had two different colors of hair. That's and much true. like Harley Quinn having two different colors of hair, Joker uh, had had clown makeup. So therefore, that's which, the best one. Which involved <laughs> many sets of colors. Yes. Because we know a lot about makeup and hairstyling. Mhm. Right. <laughs> On to our next one is film editing which nominated this year is the irishman ford versus ferrari that i also forgot came out uh parasite joker and jojo rabbit 
as Tanner said, I think we can all agree that Joker has the best film editing. Yeah, it, it's the one that definitely stands <laughs> out well, as yeah. why are you here? Uh, other than that, uh, this is another category. It's like it's kind of hard for like the layman to really point it out. And even as somebody who's seen a lot of movies and yeah. does a film podcast, it's one of those things where it's like... <laughs> Especially because, like, I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen Parasite because, uh, you know, when you live in the middle of nowhere, uh, you don't really <laughs> you don't, get. You don't get those movies. You don't see you don't the. Really you don't get... see those films. But I hope Parasite wins, anyways, because uh, I want it to win something. Yeah, and and you'll notice Parasite comes up a couple more times. So yeah, let's hope maybe they'll even get a bigger award. Parasite being like the one really big foreign film yeah. that uh, is making some traction at the Oscars. Woo! It's what we like to see. Okay, next up is visual effects. <laughs> if y'all could see oh, Tanner's dear. face right now. My favorite category. <laughs> All right. uh, the, the category owned by Disney Corporation. It really is, though, because uh, we have Avengers Endgame, The Lion King, Star Wars, The Rise of Star- Skywalker. I almost said Star Walker. Um, the Irishman in 1917. So Disney has a three in five chance that they're going to get yes. walk away with that. All right, so I see two things here. Uh, there are two different narratives here. Either Avengers wins over the or over the Irishman, despite Scorsese talking about uh, <laughs> Marvel films being theme parks, well, uh, yeah. and that would be funny. Or the Irishman wins over Avengers: Endgame and, have and proves Scorsese right, and the Marvel stands get angry. So either yes. way, those are the two best it's scenarios. Gonna be, it's gonna be interesting because those would be the ones that would get the most and Twitter let's arguments. Be re- let's be real. If Lion King wins. No one wins. I, yeah, I'm, we all I'm, lose. I'm throwing a towel in and I'm calling it a day. <laughs> I will actually cry. <laughs> why? Why is Lion King? I can't think. Like the other film that looks as ugly as the new Lion King does is Cats 2019. Hey, so hey, hey, hey! Don't do Timon and Pumbaa like that. <laughs> yeah, at least the cats and cats emote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to original score. We have. Do we want to say who did it too? Yeah. Okay, well, Joker, I'm not going to be able to pronounce. Um, 1917, Thomas Newman, Joker, Hadur, um, Little Women, Alexandre, Displat. Sure. Marriage Story, Randy Newman. Hey, Kim Newman. Hell yeah, let's go. Um, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, John Williams. Ah, yes, John Williams. Mm. You know, John Williams really should win. Uh, some like he. I don't know if he's won an Oscar before. Uh, that's something I'd have to look up. But you know, John Williams has been very prolific. His music is in like every. He's in, it's in a ton of different movies. It's yeah, very stylistic. You know when you're listening to a John Williams score. Oh, he's won um, several Oscars. That's yeah. not surprising. As yeah. someone who's played uh, John Williams scores in orchestra class, like you know when you're playing John Williams because it's just like very. Like it's like John Williams style. It's very know? bombastic. Oh, very, yeah. A lot of sweeping, you know, sort of grandiose stuff. I don't remember ever playing John uh, John hey, Williams Harry stuff. Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I think if the first two movies is what he did, but possibly he's one for Schindler's List, E.T., one of the other Star Wars, Jaws. So a lot of stuff. Fiddler on the Roof. But uh, really, yeah. uh, Randy Newman, our guy Randy Newman, uh, I hope he wins personally. <laughs> 
For, what, why is that? I hope I'm not mistaking Randy Newman. I'm pretty sure he's the guy who did You Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And I think that just, it makes me laugh thinking about it. You got a friend. <laughs> he, he did do songs. Excellent. From Toy Story. So he deserves yes, he to did. win. <laughs> um, he did do You Got a Friend in Me. All right. So live action short film. Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Saria, or Saria, I'm sorry if I mispronounce that. Saria. I am Saria. And a sister. I hate that so much. (laughs) I I'm I'm not familiar with most of these. I don't know any of these. No. Not a single one of them. So whoever's in that category, good luck. Uh, Yeah, we wish you luck. I'm sorry we're not cultured. I'm sorry. (laughs) Animated short films, which I'm so excited for this. Uh, category as I was talking before we started filming um, filming recording whatever um, so today uh, we have Decursera daughter Desera Desera hair love kiddable memorable and sister so I just throw my hat in that kiddable which is adorable needs either needs to win or hair love I prefer hair love because it talks about like even though I'm all about animals Hair Love talks about a little girl, a little African-American girl, and her and her dad learning how to manage her hair Mm -hmm. because her mom is unfortunately in the hospital, and so her mom used to do her hair, and now he's gone. But it's like, you know, that whole, like, little African-American women learning to love their hair because, you know, they get talked about and kind of put down because of their hair. Yeah, I've... I've not. I know Hair Love was in front of. I believe it was Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've heard good. I've heard a lot of great things about Hair Love. So I kind of hope that wins too. I think. I think it'd be just be a good uh, little. What I have noticed is that in animated short film, one of them is sister, and then in live action short film, there's a sister. <laughs> so I just that's gonna get confusing. That's not gonna get confusing Let's at all. Let's hope that the people who announced don't mess that up. Oh, don't. Warren Beatty's not any anywhere near the stage for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, how could we forget? I can't, I can't believe La La Land won again. That's crazy. <laughs> A bunch of white people learning how to dance? Tap dance? <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on is sound mixing, which we have 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ad Astra, Joker. Why is a joke? Can well, I can I say something? So, yes. um, I went and I saw Joker, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, but like that movie, like in te- I feel like intentionally triggered my tinnitus. Yes. And it like is especially like the loud gunshots, and I had to like literally like put my hands over my ears and just be like, okay, this is great. This is totally not. Which like. <sighs> Maybe like no, I, I saw that movie uh, opening night. So every time, every time there was a gunshot, I looked over my shoulder. Uh, first of all, because yeah. of all the good old news about Joker, t- uh, Joker movie. But is that a solid? Like, is that a good measure of sound mixing? Because I'm not sound mixing. No, is audio mixing is the process by which multiple sounds are combined into one or more channels. Yeah. So like, if because here on our program here, 
where we have all of our things going into one channel on Audition, mm -hmm. despite the fact that we are using three different microphones. They mm -hmm. all go into one channel. Uh, this is opposed to, say, if you're mixing music, where you'd have all the different instruments on their own layer. Yeah. And that you mixing them together is what sound mixing is. So basically, uh, a, if it's g to tell good sound mixing, you have to have a lot of things happening and mm -hmm. still ev have everything be clear. For yeah. uh, one of them, uh, and this is more of a joke that Ryan Fine made on Twitter uh, that I thought was funny. Former reviews editor Ryan Fine, uh, he had said, I don't know why Uncut Gems didn't get nominated. Uh, well, I'm not reading <laughs> a quote here. Uh, he basically said that uh, he, uncut uncut gems should have been nominated for sound mixing because everyone was yelling in that film and it was still coherent. So oh, that's a that good uh, that's a good measure of what sound mixing should be hmm. and sound it's editing. Inter I'm not familiar with Ad Astra, but it is the first that's, time I've seen this name this come up. I don't even remember. Like I know I that was like a big movie. It was like a big actor goes space movie. It was like Interstellar, but not with Matthew McConaughey. Honestly, was it oh, Brad Pitt? It, it's Brad Pitt. It was Brad uh, Pitt. That's what I thought. Uh, who was also in Ford versus Ferrari? Was so, so you know. I like nineteen. I I feel like nineteen seventy. I feel like that would have a lot of sound mixing. War movies typically get uh, sound mixing and sound editing. For it, because, I, I can see that because a, a good war movie is able to, to incorporate yeah. all the sounds of war and still make it coherent. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I saw it, and I like I thought the sound was pretty good and well edited and mixed, obviously. Yeah, I would kind of be surprised if they didn't walk away with yeah. sound mixing. Yeah. I just feel like war movies give you that more potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if Joker walked away with sound mixing. Okay. I would, oh. If Joker walks away with half these awards, I'm going to be in shock. Uh, uh, one of its, half of its 11 awards. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 11 nominations. Mm -hmm. Very cool. My uh, ears will cry if Joker walks away with sound mixing. My 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 my, my tinnitus will start acting. Like, uh, excuse me, no, no, no. And like the TV will be on mute. Uh, sound editing. We have 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalking. Skywalking. Walker. Sorry, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. <laughs> me um, neither. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Joker. Ford and Ferrari, I could see only because I know that they are for sound mixing and editing. Only because I know that there is like some kind of, like they're testing cars. So like, and I'm sure people talk over that. Yeah, I being clear. I have not seen either of these movies, so I can't judge for their sound mixing and sound editing. Honestly, I'm vouching for 1917. Yeah, no, not Star Wars is Definitely. what for sound editing. <laughs> not Star Wars. Oh, That's the wow, one. lightsabers. We've been I, hearing that for how many years? Too many. <laughs> We're gonna get tr someone's gonna get real angry at this podcast. I hope get angry, nerds. Send me emails, please. Are you gonna give out your email like Bailey did one time? <laughs> yeah, uh, email me uh, uh, grillsizzlebeef at gmail .com. Thank you. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> send all your lovely emails about how Star Wars is actually a masterpiece because it sure freaking ain't. <laughs> Costume design. We have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Little Women, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and joker i'm sorry i've seen what the joker wore that's not fashion that's not fashion well i don't think it's about fashion. i know it's i think not, it's more like I, I mean costume design in joker was pretty mediocre like it was i mean it was all right yeah costume design typically goes to uh movies that have a very distinct like either 
period pieces yeah. uh, or like regional sort of mm-hmm. uh, dress. I believe uh, it was Black Panther one last year for costume oh, yeah. design. Oh, yeah. Well deserved, uh, honestly. Well deserved and, you know, also mixing yeah, it up there. Yeah, fi- uh, fi- uh, stuff that is really stylistic helps stand out, helps mm-hmm. really establish the setting. That's what a lot of good costume design is. So honestly, it's not surprising that every... Every single one of these here is a period piece of sort. Honestly, I could see Little Woman or Jojo Rabbit being yeah. the top contenders for it. Because, I mean, they're both period pieces, if I'm not Yeah. Well, mistaken. all of them are. Well, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a fictional sort of... Uh, Back in yeah, uh, like fifties Hollywood. Whenever Hollywood? Charles Manson yeah. was a thing. whatever. Uh, li- the style back then. Was. Little Women is a period piece. Obviously, obviously. Uh, The Irishman. It follows. I believe it's a period piece because it's like a bunch of old dudes uh, digitally edited to be young dudes. Uh, <laughs> well, at least it's not like um, it too when they're digitally made. I mean, digitally when made the kids make younger. Yeah, that was. That was wild, you know. Got, um, where was that for? Uh, for, for, for where was that for visual? Where, where was that for visual effects? I remember the spider at the end of that movie. That was. No, I remember seeing that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, it takes place in the 1950s. Yeah, uh, Jojo Rabbit's obviously a period piece. Uh, and Germany, Joker. World War II Germany, and then Joker takes place in the 70s. I want to say. 70s. That explains the fashion choices. Yes. Yeah. But I feel, oh, well, the period isn't really established, I don't feel. I mean, you have to say, I mean, we know what happens before Batman yeah. Cruz. Yeah, well, Bat, it has. Before Batman. Yeah, it has Bat, Bruce Wayne as a kid. Yeah. It has, uh, spoilers, it has Bruce Wayne's, it has Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot. Uh, yeah, so. And okay. the, because of, like, the small TVs and the aesthetic of the late night show uh, that Murray has, the Charles Murray show, uh, definitely right. is very either late 70s or early 80s, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So, uh, that I be could be before present time. Okay. Yeah, so all Sorry, of these. You're fine. Fan, so. You're fine. Yeah, all of these are set in specific time periods, so it makes sense that they're all nominated. And honestly, yeah. all of them worked really well. I would like to see what Little Women get it. Yes, I would. Personally, I think I don't know. I feel like I feel like the more farther back something is, probably the harder. Yeah, it is to like make it look good and also keep it actual like into the time. It yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. And from what I've seen, Little Women had really good costume design. Yes. So. All right. Cinematography. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Irishman. Joker. And The Lighthouse. Yes. The Lighthouse being, I don't know if it's the only A24 film that was nominated this year, but uh, it's, if it, it hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure it was the only A24 film that got nominated in a year that had a ton of really good A24 films, including Uncut Gems, Waves, uh, there was another one that I can't think of off the top of my uh, head, you know. but it had Robert uh, Pattinson in it. Yeah, it, it was a film with Robert Pattinson and before uh, Willie, he plays Batman. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, uh, and in it, uh, Robert Pattinson goes crazy and tries to have uh, close relations with a mermaid. That's uh, probably not there, or is she there? Uh, she's not there. No. Absolutely, I'm or maybe I don't know. Uh, all I know is I had to cut that line out of a review because it did not just say close relations, as in holding hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so that was wild. Uh, but although you know what, it 
I'd like to see the lighthouse win cinematography because it does do some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna probably end up being one of the big directors. So, of course, either Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or The Irishman because those oh, are like Joker. No, no. Joker. Todd Phillips. Oh. Our our friend Todd. Todd Phillips. Uh, Todd libs are ruining comedy. Phillips. Um, <laughs> I sincerely hope not. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> Robert Pattinson gets a lot of hate because of Twilight. Oh. Yeah. But he's actually a good actor. He really is. He's talented. He's incredible. Yeah. But, like, you know, you can only do so much with a script you're given. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just look at the people who had to do the the Fifty Shades script. Yeah. Especially. Cats. (laughs) Oh, please, no. (laughs) So much good talent wasted on such a horrible I'm just saying, some agents are getting fired. Cats was a bad script from the start. I don't think Andrew Lloyd Webber even likes Cats. (laughs) Famously. I don't think the guy who even wrote the play. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Is that the. Okay. Yeah. No. It's just Cats. All right. So, production design. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, again. The Irishman. Again. Again. 1970. Again. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, he said they've had a uh, only a couple. A couple, so I'm not mad at that. Parasite. Woo! Parasite. Since, you know, this is the second time I've heard the name. Parasite, please. Uh, Honestly, I don't know what goes in. I mean, I know what production and design is, but it's like, I don't know what they look like. Yeah, uh, I actually don't really know for this category. But so, good luck to all the nominees. Yeah, but I want Parasite to win because Parasite I deserves want... all the awards it's nominated for. Exactly. Parasite, yeah. you better win Please. everything. I mean, that'd be a landmark if, if it yeah. even wins like one award because I don't think a foreign film has won like any like any other category other than like the foreign the foreign film, film. category yeah. Uh, yeah which I'd hope a foreign film win that category that'd be nuts if it didn't though <laughs> that, that'd be insane <laughs> I, I think that'd be like incredibly impressive yeah then it would truly be Oscar so white <laughs> <laughs> they give the foreign film award to something from Canada <laughs> that's not foreign solid it is but not really okay director we have Martin Sikorsi Scorsese. Scorsese for The Irishman. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Sam Mendes from 1917. I really, I thought that was going to say Sean Mendes, and I was going to be real confused. Um, Todd Phillips for Joker. Todd Phillips for Joker. Uh, Not Todd. Todd Phillips for Joker. Not Todd. Anyone but Todd. Parasite. Oh, yeah, it's really weird here. You know, wasn't there that... uh... It was nominated for a couple of other categories. That Little Woman movie. Do, do, uh, yeah, where where is she? Uh, who directed that? Who? Uh, a, 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 could, you, could you name a woman in your life? Uh, or just a in woman? general? Any woman? Any woman. Uh oh, geez, Shweta, I'm not. Oh, uh, that's not a tough sure. one. Um, any woman? Any woman? Mm. Any, uh, Man, Hannah, come it, on! Isn't it funny that uh, it's all men? It, 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 uh, Painter, a woman. I will give you a hundred dollars to name a woman. I don't know. I don't know. They don't make films. Uh, we'll be getting women back. Women didn't exist until the nineties. Well, Harley Quinn. I mean, that is a woman. I mean, she's fictional, but she's a woman. Birds, well, birds of prey. In we're the gonna put. Out. We're gonna pin. Put a pin in the best director. We'll come back to that because I have some thoughts on that. Actress in a leading role. Cynthia Irvio. Yeah. Um, for Harriet. 
Scarlett Johansson marriage story. I can never say this woman's name. Sarose Ronan for Little Women. Renee Zellweger, Judy. Charlie's Theron bombshell. Yeah, and these are actually some major categories. For some reason, the CNN article like goes back to stuff like a uh, documentary short, uh, documentary yeah. feature, we just which go are in important. The order they give us. Uh, we're just going back to the top because it will end with the uh, best picture. I honestly think Cynthia Ervio should deserve actress in yes. a leading role because Harriet was pretty dope. But it also brings up the point as to why, like, so Cynthia Ervio is like the only woman of color nominated for actress in a leading role. Yeah. So, and it brings up mm-hmm. the question as to like, why do like, especially like black actor actors and actresses only get nominated for films that are like slavery? Yeah themed yeah. <laughs> slavery themed sorry that was bad wording but oh, like, no no I know what you mean but yeah. I mean like if you think about it like it's always... 12 years a slave got award I don't know what specific awards it got but like it got, it, it got a lot of yeah, moon, moonlight as well. Uh, yeah. Although that was that was more about like oh. that was gay. That was more like. Uh, Did you say that was gay? Yeah. You know, well, it, it was about uh, a gay it relationship. Was about, it was about a gay relationship. Oh. Yeah. Well. But like, if you think about it, like the uh, the academy like mainly gives out like awards to um, black actors, actresses, directors, so on and so forth for like movies that depa- depict slavery times? Yeah, because um, the supporting actor last year went to Mahershala Ali mm-hmm. uh, for Green Book. Yeah. Uh, and that was a film. Correct. That was a film. Correct. Yeah, I'd hope it was a film. Oh, but, man. I have thoughts yeah. about Green Book for sure. I know. I'm still kind of mad here. It hasn't been mentioned up till this point, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, notice that. And huh? it, uh, and also, it's, it's really just strange. There aren't, a, first of all, not a lot of women. Second of all, not a lot of, a lot of the movies that have been nominated, very few of them are focused around women. Can you uh, now name a woman? Um, Cynthia. C- Cynthia Irvo for Harriet. Yeah, 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 yeah. All Good right, job. now into actors in a leading role. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio. He has a chance again, guys. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Okay. This, this will go to Joaquin yeah for, was, yeah, for this, I will give it to Joaquin Phoenix. He did, did good. Because he actually did a really good job as an actor, like, for A, preparing for this role, and, like... And he didn't go crazy doing it. Yeah, and I mean, and like... he didn't do stupid things like Jared Leto did. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, okay, obviously Heath Ledger will always be he's, the, he's the true Joker best Joker. Like, obviously, but I feel like Joaquin Phoenix gave, like, a very close performance like it was it was equatable he was to good he, to heath ledger's you know granted so, um, af- after jared leto you can only go up yeah yeah but i i, I think this is yeah. definitely like 100 percent going to joaquin phoenix i'll give it to him yeah i think he deserves it i think joker is a very complex character to play in general yeah and i think he did well yeah he and for sure did again didn't do stupid stuff like jared leto yeah, Who we we don't fit after it. We don't we don't talk about Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, no. I do like Adam Driver though. Huh? I do like yeah. Adam Driver though. Shout outs to our Mishawaka 
Re- Representative Adam Driver. That's true. He is Indiana. I w- okay, those would be the two that I'd want to win. Adam Driver, because I heard Marriage Story is really good. Yeah. And he did really well in it. It's on Netflix. I know. It's on my list to watch. I just haven't gotten around to it. I have a long list of things I need to watch, actually. And Joaquin Phoenix. Those are the two that I'm like, I'd, I'd be satisfied. I'd be happy. All right. All right. Original. Screen. Play. Marriage Story. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite. Knives Out. 1917. Mm. Yes, and this is, of course, based entirely for the writing of the piece. Nothing in terms of the technical aspects. It's all about the the dialogue and screenplay. Guys, what about Cats? No, Cats deserves nothing. Cats, first of all, that would be adapted. Second of all, I'm I'm sorry? (laughs) What does that deserve? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. This is a new category. Movies that will ruin careers. It can win that category. Cats has a a screenplay. It has a story. Cats (laughs) is three hours of cats introducing themselves. (laughs) That's that's not anything. I'm sad that you didn't do an input, too, on It's really tragic that it was over break, so I wasn't able to do an input to on cats but we, we do have i think a review for cats though right we do have a review for cats and, on our website by bsu.com yes and so check that out if you want thoughts um so for writing i don't know i purely thought, based on the narrative I, I i've seen part of marriage stories script i gotta say like i'm i'm leaning kind of towards once upon a time or no not once upon a time ah oh, crap Marriage Story? I'm a sucker for Knives Out. I, I mean, I've heard Knives Out was good. Knives Out but, was wonderful. But I don't know if it, if that's just because of like who was... No, the story was incredibly well written, okay. too. Ryan Johnson does a lot of really unique things with the whodunit genre. He, yeah. just, he puts in a lot of twists and spins in on, on it that you wouldn't expect. What other ones has he done? Uh, like in terms of films, Ryan yeah. Johnson? Uh, he made Looper. Uh, he made a film called, I think it was called Brick. Uh, he also directed a little known film called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, Again, I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe Star you Wars. shouldn't have thrown that one in. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, Ryan, Ryan Johnson, he does a lot of really interesting work. Uh, I personally think that with all the little bits, there's a ton of like really excellently, excellently foreshadowed stuff throughout the narrative that I think he should... I'm glad he got a mention for it. I don't think he'll win, but I would like to see yeah. Ryan Johnson win, specifically despite the Star Wars fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, so we have a nice out Parasite one, though. I mean, that would be nice for screenplay. Yeah. But let let realistically, it's probably going to go to, like, Once Upon a Time or 1970. <sighs> yeah. Let's be real. That's probably one of the two that's going to get it. Get Tarantino out. Get him out. <laughs> I didn't know he had it. He only directed, like, not that many movies. Like, isn't this, like, his ninth? I don't know. I always thought he directed so much more just because you hear about him so much. But th- I think this is only his ninth movie. Yeah. He's I'm... very, I guess, picky. Oh, yes. He's very selective. He yeah. only prefers the feet on a woman. Oh. What? <laughs> that was a foot fetish joke because oh, Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish oh, okay. that is really creepy and in a lot of his movies. Interesting. Just yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Adapted, <laughs> Cut that out. Adapted screenplay. 
The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, The Two Popes, and Joker. Man, if Little Woman doesn't win, I'm going to... Little, women. little women deserves this one. Yeah. yeah. Of all the awards, Little Woman deserves Little Women deserves this one. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the best adaptations of that specific uh, book. book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, question: How is Joker an adapted screenplay? Well, the, oh, I, I get he's from comics, but like. Well, it's adapted from the DC it's, universe. It's oh. adapted from the DC so universe. So it doesn't count if... I always assumed it had to be, like... Even if e- even if it is an original screenplay, if it uses, like, inspiration characters. or characters from... Okay. I just didn't uh, know qualified. How... Yeah, well, okay. Riddle me this. How is um, either The Irishman or Jojo Rabbit an adapted screenplay? I wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head. Uh, Could Jojo Rabbit be... be don't they... Do they use Hitler? Yes, Hitler's, so, Hitler Hitler is JoJo's imaginary friend. Well, I don't think that makes it an adapted screenplay. No, it's it's adapted if it's based off of something. I don't know if what JoJo Rabbit is based off of or what the Irishman is based off of, but if they're there, they're based off of something. Uh, um, JoJo Rabbit is based on a book. Cajun yeah. Skies. Oh. Yeah. So, so there's that one. I don't know about the other one. Yeah, so I guess that that's basically what it is. Okay. I just didn't... I thought it had to be like like Little Women's a book to a movie yeah. versus... But for Joker, I, I could see it being a little more confusing because there wasn't explicitly like a Joker origin story in the comics, no. but... That's what, yeah. Uh... Because it uses sim- it uses Jokers. story beats like Bruce Wayne's parents yeah. dying and I other can... similar Joker stuff, it, it it's considered yeah. adapted. All right. Well, for that, I like I said, I want Little Women to win. Little Women, please. Please, please give give Greta something. Give, give Who? Greta. She deserves better than what this Academy's given her. Greta Thunberg. No. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Animated feature film, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, Toy Story 4. Klaus is beautiful. It's uh, the Netflix movie. In terms of animation, Klaus is beautifully animated. Hmm. It's so it's such a gorgeous film. I I love. Oh, it does look little. Yeah, it looks cute. Yeah, two D animation done well is incredible, and Klaus's two D animation done really well. I mean, you can argue that it's oh, but it's got three D bits to it. It's not true two D animation. It 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 is. It is. Stop complaining. I. As much as I'm sure that is a great movie, I am pretty sure either How to Train Your Dragon or Toy Story 4 is going to walk away with it. because this is a popularity contest. Yeah. And who cares? I will say I will put on on a little side thing. I'm surprised that Frozen 2 is not on this list. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying it was a great, like, beautiful, but I'm just surprised because Disney is... Yeah, Disney, a powerhouse. Disney, you'd think Disney would have more. Really, the fact that Disney only has mm-hmm. Toy Story 4 is... Kind in- of impressive. Interesting? Interesting. I think it's impressive. a testament to, like, either how lame Disney is right oh, now. Oh, wait, wait. I forgot. To- Frozen 2 was directed by a woman, so they probably just were like... Oh, my God. Woman? What? Women can direct? Yeah. Yeah, so they probably like, oh, whoa, no, whoa, we whoa, can't whoa, give whoa, that whoa, any whoa. awards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're good. <laughs> Honestly, you're correct. I... Personally, I really want I Lost My Body to be, um, to win, because I, I personally like that one. It was, it's just an interesting concept, and I really like the animation style. That being said, I'm not 
an animation major, nor am I like an expert in animation. But I, I don't know. I feel like the animation just spoke to me more than any of the nominees, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's a very like n- lesser known film. Yeah. I yeah. did not hear of it before yeah. this. Yeah. I watched it a like couple weeks ago and it was actually really good. Like the concept, the story, the animation, like all in a whole was like really good. So I'd be very surprised if it won. But, yeah. Yeah. We can all hope. All right. Original songs. We have I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown, Frozen 2, Stand Up, Harriet, I'm Gonna Love Me Again, Rocket Man, I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away, Toy Story 4. All right. <laughs> what I would like to win versus what's going to win is not the same thing. Yeah, what an epic category. Move on. <laughs> I don't care about any of these. For like, I would like Harriet to win. I, I, Harriet should win Yeah. purely because this is the second thing it's been nominated for. Yes. The only other thing it's been nominated for. As best leading actress, and she probably won't win. She won't win. Yeah. The fact that Lupita Nyong'o was not nominated. We're going to get to that, too, Eventually, I was mad. Eventually. Yeah, this might be a long podcast, but it's okay. It's all right. The first How It's Played we did was like 90 minutes, so. <laughs> we're only at 37. So we're making good progress. And we're almost to the top. Yeah, in fact, let's just get, who cares? I personally don't care about original song. It always seems like a gimmick category to me, uh, personally. Um, Frozen 2 or Toy Story is probably going to win. Yeah, it's going to probably be into the end, then. Uh, All right, documentary feature, American Factory, The Edge of Democracy, Honeyland, Forsama, The Cave. I don't know any of these Forsama. 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 Saw this at Heartland. It is a film about the uh, crisis in... Uh, I can't think of how I'm spacing on the country. Syria? Oh. Uh, Aleppo. That's sort of like the bombing of it by... Oh. Uh, the evil dictator who is awful and bad and no good, <laughs> whose name is, is Assad. Uh, Assad, he, very bad man, very bad, right. ba- very put bad. That on my watch list. Very very bad man. This is footage taken from a documentarian who went to college uh-huh. in that area, uh, and she had been recording, uh, like the progress of the revolutionaries mm-hmm. during the uh you know their their rebellion against uh the the evil no good dictator and then the evil no good dictator just starts bombing them endlessly wow. and uh it essentially follows the documentarian marries a a hosp- a uh, doctor who runs a hospital in this war-torn country mm-hmm. and uh hos- you see see through the progress of these people like trying to keep hope when they're getting completely shut Aww. out by their own country until they just eventually lose and are forced to relocate from their homes That's it's so sad. it's incredibly heartbreaking it's an incredibly graphic uh from what we heard at Heartland when they had somebody come in and yeah. talk about the movie this is like two this is a I don't remember how many hours. It's like over 2,000 hours worth Aww. of footage that was edited down for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this is the emotional core of the film is that the documentarian, whose name escapes me, I'm so sorry, uh, Sama is the is her daughter. Oh. So who was born during, during this, this. Uh, war, no good bombing wars and stuff. I'm gonna have to put that on my yeah, watch it's, list. Yeah, it's it's very touching, and I think it deserves documentary feature. Uh, 
our editor in chief Jeremy Rogers, I believe, is writing a piece about it for okay. for Byte. Okay. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. Yeah, it was for for Sama's excellent. Uh, right. The other ones I'm sure are fine, but Four <laughs> Sama's... Four Sama needs to pull through. I would like to see it because, you know, uh, it's also, like, very focused on a woman's experience. Yeah. Which is very, very rare, rare for, in... this, for this Oscars. Yes. Uh, document... Doc, doc, Documentary I, short. Yeah, why can't I say that word? Um... In the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. That sounds interesting. Life overtakes me, St. Louis Superman. Walk, run, cha-cha. Okay. I would like to say St. Louis Superman. Not because I'm from St. Louis, but... <laughs> gotta um, rep. Well, I mean, gotta rep my city. But um, St. Louis Superman is actually really interesting because it covers... Um, Again, don't remember the person's name, but it covers a man who um, was in a political position. I don't. I think he was like in the House of Representatives representing St. Louis, and he was like a rapper. And it he had um, history of like gun violence. He had like several members hmm. um, of his family like lost to gun violence, and it's kind of a story about like how he like basically overcame that and like became this political figure and tried to like help out his community and like as someone from st louis is just really impactful yeah. you know uh i did not see this although i'm pretty sure st louis superman was also at heartland uh i think it's in one of the short compilations that trevor ended up watching but hmm. uh I, he from if i'm remembering correctly he really enjoyed it so interesting all uh, right I, I'll, I'll also vouch for st louis superman <laughs> thanks Foreign language film, South Korea, Parasite, Spain, Pain and Glory, France, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Yeah, that. I don't speak French. Um, North. uh, What? It's Les Miserables. I always call it Les Mis. That's fair. (laughs) Okay, so I don't ever say the ending. North, and I've never seen it either. North Macedonia, Honeyland, Poland, Corpus Christi? Yeah. Christy. Okay, can I ask something? Um, yeah. Didn't Les Miserables come out? This is it's an adaptation version. of the book. Yeah. So while the mu- it's so while the musical is also an adaptation of the book, mm-hmm. this is a straight no music version straight, of it, which I'm sure makes it even more depressing. Yes, uh, it's depressing as with music in it. Yeah, with with less stuff cut out, uh, <laughs> more. From what I understand, it's more of like a straight yeah. adaptation. And no uh. Hugh Jackman. Uh, which is tragic, but no Russell Crowe, an improvement. Uh, (laughs) As somebody who has all of Russell Crowe's songs on my Spotify playlist, my Spotify roulette playlist, you know, my Russian roulette playlist, where very occasionally I'll just hear Russell Crowe in my ears, and I'm like, oh. This was a thing. This is torture. All right, actor in a supporting role, Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesky? Pesci. Pesci, The Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, N- none of the above. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, give it to our boy Duncachino, uh, the Irishman. <laughs> there was a career ruiner, too. <laughs> Duncachino. What's my name? Duncachino. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I 
only want Al Pacino to win because of Duncan Chino. But they uh, need to play that as he goes up to get the award. I don't want him to ever forget that he sold out to be in an Adam Sandler film. He's not and allowed. Duncan Chino. He's not allowed to make real movies again without <laughs> getting bullied by me. All right, actors in a supporting role: Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Lauren Dern. Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pug, 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 Little Women, Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Hmm. Wow. Wow. uh, Interesting category. Seems. um, You know what? Just because I want want them to get as many awards as possible, Little Women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is this is a very uh, interestingly white category. Yeah. Yeah. Much like uh, we're women of color, not in or any minority is it not. Yeah. Not in movies this year. Like, uh, it's crazy. What, us? What do you mean us? What is us? I, as you know, us? women of color were only invented in 2010. Yes, the <laughs> at, uh, women and minorities in and movies and games only started appearing after 2015 when GamerGate made me start noticing that it was happening. <laughs> so, uh, and then I got angry about it because I was told to get angry about it. All right, guys, we're up to that. The... Was sarcastic. I Please know. do not take me seriously. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Now for the biggest category of the night that everyone will be talking about, Best Picture. All right. This is a lot of categories. Yeah, nine. Nine films. Nine. All right. Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, 1917. All right. So I have, I have one, two... I have, like, two that I'm really okay with. The Little Women. Joker. And Parasite. Yes. I would really love for those two, one of them, to walk away with it. Will they? No. But I can hope. Yeah. Uh, man. Just looking at just, this, looking at this list again is very depressing. Yeah. Uh, ma- male, 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 male. All right. Going down the list. Male, 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 male. Women, male. Kind of both. Both. Uh, I don't actually know anything about Parasite. Parasite is mainly men. Men. Yeah, all right. Male, male. 19th <laughs> definitely male. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> it's, it's insane how this, how this turns you know out. I hope Little Women wins and Greta goes up to that stage, takes it, and throws it at yeah, someone. Cra- she's like, crazy how I wasn't nominated for Best Director, but here I am taking but, the big, biggest award of the night. And then just throws it. Crazy how that happens. She, I hope she throws it at Todd Phillips, <laughs> who is a crook. He's a criminal getting away with 11 nominations for just his film. Walks right. down, chucks it at Todd Phillips. So that is our nomination. So let's talk about the culture behind the Oscars. As we noticed, women and minorities get snubbed a lot often often which is funny because i was li- okay so though yes minorities are always have been snubbed oh no, i think best director is what got me the most this year because there were so many other prominent like directors yeah it's not like yeah. we it's not just greta it was others yeah the thing is is that the problem with this is like, and you, you'll have people who are like, mm, yes, but this is not a film. This, this award should not be diverse. They should go to the people who deserve it the most. Mm-hmm. Why is Todd Phillips nominated for Best Director then over Greta, Grun- uh, Greta Gerwig? You have to look, like, even if you want to argue that, you have to look at the quality of the films that they're producing. Like, and the decisions that had to go into the them. The thing is, is that there were tons of great 
other nominees that would have also been good and they would have also been like showing diverse narratives yes. and there's no reason it should just there's, there's a reason the hashtag oscar so white trends yeah because because all those elderly people in hollywood who do these awards but, and when i was looking for like information and stuff statistically this year, 2019, because, you know, like, it's for the 2019 movies. Mm-hmm. There was more female directors directing movies last year than any other year they've ever done it. And, like, there's a historical thing. I didn't know till I started researching that the Oscars have only ever f- nominated five women in 92 years for best female, or for director that are female. And only one has ever won. Who won? I'm curious. Um, let me find it. You'll have to look it up again. I'm one sorry. One winner. Uh, because from... that's, it's really just, like, hearing those numbers, it's, like, 92 years. Um, Catherine Bigelow. For? For... Hold on. Catherine. Yeah, because. Best director. 92 years, only five. Mm, she won for. Let me find it. Um, The Hurt Locker. Okay, that's okay. fair. Yeah. But I'm like, in 92 years, that's it? Yeah, it's. And five nominations, including hers. It really is shocking when and you she was, when you look at things like that. She was the fourth women woman in the history to be nominated for the honor. So and that was only in 2010. Yeah, 2010. There was she was the fourth. That, There's only been one since then. One. Which in, was in, Greta. In 10 years. Greta for a different movie. Uh, Lady Bird? Was it Lady Bird? Probably. Okay. No, that's, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh just wonderful when you look at that. It's And you j- <clears throat> It blows your mind because you're like, why did Todd get nominated? Because he's a man. Because he's a man. He's a man. He's fighting the liberal agenda by saying that libs are ruining comedy. Todd Phillips, what a snowflake. What a thin-skinned, like. And it's not just best director. They get snubbed for a lot of things, like women and minorities. Both get snubbed for a lot of categories. Okay, so, okay, this is an interesting fact that I found online. So, um, woman direct. so movies that are directed by women, so, like, The Farewell, which was directed by, um, uh, Wang, I think? I forgot her first name. That's an um, A24 film, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Lulu Wang, uh, directed The Farewell, and, um, Booksmart, who was, uh, which was directed by Olivia Wilde, they both received better reviews than, um, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Noah's, Noah Bombach's Marriage Story, and Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. The Irishman is trash. I was oh. I was kind of oh. mad book, book smarts <laughs> didn't gonna get, get any noms. Yeah. Which like it's ironic cuz like these woman directed films got better reviews from the populace Cri- than these Oscar from from critics and general audiences for yeah. the most part cuz I'm pretty sure general audiences hated The Irishman. <laughs> uh, do you have 3 hours and some change to sit around watching Elderly dudes digitally de-aged to be young dudes, but still moving around like elderly dudes. <laughs> D- does that excite you? And then uh, also, like just in other, like just talk about other categories. 2018, Mudbound's Rachel Morrison was the first ever woman nominated for cinematography. Ever. 2018. 2018? She was the first ever woman ever 
Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. That is crazy. That's wild. But yet more women are getting into film and like the like not just the acting portion of films like women have always acted. But then. Yeah. But like in the backgrounds. And yet the Oscars are not reflecting that. Yeah, it's that's really certainly uh, that's when you know that there's a problem. And it's not a problem of, like, oh, they're just not making the best movies. Because it's very clear, judging by, like, critic scores and audience scores, what people enjoy. There are incredible movies being made by women Mm -hmm. and people of color. And it's also, like, when I was looking at these statistics, films that cast more diverse, like, people and, like do more diverse things they actually do better in the box offices than wow, their it's counterpart al- it's, al- it's almost like they're trying to address uh, get to a, 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 a get access to a wider audience of people and experiences yeah that's crazy those with majority minority cast posted the highest median return on investment yeah oh I, guys that's that's insane that's it's, insane it's it's really something when, like, the Game Awards has, like, <laughs> more representation than the Oscars, right? Guys, freaking Hollywood, if the gamers are stepping up their game, you need to step up your like, game even higher. Like, when you look at voice acting, uh, voice acting is very often you have a lot of women for best, for, like, nominated for best voice actor, voice actor slash voice actress of uh, of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, very frequently, uh they they just get recognition for their work. Like Control was a had a female protagonist, yeah. very focused. It was very focused around her. That was one of the nominees for Game of the Year. You know, you had stuff like Sekiro, a Japanese game winning, uh, very a very Japanese title winning Game of the Year, even over uh, a number of titles that were a little more Western, including Death Stranding, despite being made by Kojima, which <laughs> is, you know, it's still got Norman Reedus in it. Uh, no, which, yeah, it's... I, I thought about that looking at the Oscar nominations. I was like, g- games, video games... Are being more diverse. Are showing more, like, diverse, not just, like, pe- it, people... Cre- like Yeah, creators. Not just creators. Awarding. But... Also, like, they're showing more diverse narratives yeah. and ways of seeing the world than you're getting through the Oscars now. And, well, I mean, if you think about it, like, what the Oscars are doing now and, like, they have been doing for the past couple of years by, like, simply electing, or not electing, but choosing white people, like, people for their awards is, like, they're just basically pushing away their audience. And I I don't know if this is true or not, but, like, hasn't the Oscars, like, viewing... Like, it's gone down. It's, it's gone going down. down. It's been going and down. That's like that's, dumb. that's what they're doing. And I think that like people like the Academy needs to realize that like if they elect or not why do I keep saying elect? If they, eh, if they choose uh or nominate people of color, like in various different categories, more people are gonna watch it because they're gonna feel represented. You know, like and oh, I mean like I like movies make you feel something. Like that's the point of movies, right? So but I'm not going to be happy if, like, a movie that's had, like, a tremendous impact on me doesn't get recognized for the potential it has, like, to change lives and to make impacts. Yeah. yeah. And some people might be like, oh, it's just 
award shows is just about, you know, popularity and money. But it's also reward like rewarding the people who work like who work hard that are different like and do stuff differently. Yeah, cuz you'll often see the argument that like, oh, it's just an award show, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it definitely matters. It does matters. matter. In, award shows are very significant. Like in in terms of like getting your name out there, films that are Oscar nominated it's been shown that they have like an increase in people who go see the movie or who like rent the movie, view it on Netflix. Any place that you can see an Oscar nominated film, it's more likely to get seen after it's nominated. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, the directors or the people featured in the film get more recognition. Recognition. Because when you're a PR department, it's very, very rewarding. As a PR major, yes. Uh, When you can slap on your movie trailer... Academy Award award winning director. Or even sometimes just Academy Award nominated. Yes. Even that works. Yeah, when you can slap those things on there. And it's not fair that only movies that are males or white males in particular are the only ones that get to slap that title on it. Yeah, and... You had brought up an interesting point in terms of like representation and mm-hmm. people feeling more comfort, like f- feeling good about being represented. As the white dude at the table, uh, <laughs> oh, I don't care. I, I would much prefer seeing other people like have have like their themselves represented because like it's been ninety two years of the Oscars. And, like, for films were incredibly racist and awful and yeah. terrible. Uh, then they got slightly better, kind of. Kind of. Arguably, it's Arguably. gotten better. Arguably, it's gotten better. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's to, to me, it's like, I find stories about people that aren't me more interesting than stories about people that are more like me. And I think a lot of that is because even since like the beginning of films for the most part, except for, you know, the racist undertones of some of them and the blackface that was used, we've been telling the white man's story forever. And it's like gotten to the point. It's like the same stories. We're just retelling the same stories. Yeah. Like the white action hero. I know I've seen it fact, how many times. I know for a fact that, like, Crazy Rich Asians, I know it, like, was that 2018 or 2019? That may have been last year. I, yeah, yeah, I think it was last year. I know year. last, that's another thing that makes me mad about the Oscars, is last year they had great, like, diverse yeah. kind of nominations, and this year they just Yeah, I think last year, me in the heart. Bla- last year Black Panther was one of the big winners of the year, yeah. yeah. in terms of, like, I think Crazy Rich Asians had some yeah. nominations. And I know for sure that Crazy Rich Asians, like, I'm Asian, and, like, there was, like, themes in that film that I really resonated with, yeah. you know? And it's just, like, I I felt like, I was like, dang, like, I feel repre- represented, even though it was, like, set in, like, Singapore and everything, and I'm not from Singapore. Um, like, but it, there's, like, themes of that that, like, resonated with, like, a lot of Asian people and a lot of Indian people in general. And that's, like, the first time where I felt, like, dang, I feel represented. And, like, that's, like, the first time I could actually, like, relate to a film. So the fact that, like, the Oscars this year are not recognizing films that make people feel like that. And, I mean, like, if you watch the Oscars, they, like, they just give, like, big speeches about, like, how, like, movies, like, impact people and, like, make a big difference. And then, like, they only choose films that only affect a certain subset of people. So, it's incredibly the, frustrating. Yeah. yeah. 
it's very frustrating, especially as a person of color who watches movies and then, regularly and watches the Oscars. And then you have to think about younger people that are aspiring, like minorities and females who are aspiring to be directors and stuff. And they're like looking and they're like, well, we don't get recognized. They don't have role models. They don't have role models. They don't have like people to look up to. No, like, they're not like, like, I mean, they're like, oh, I want to like win an Oscar for best director one day. Oh, wait, they don't nominate women. Yeah, because think about any, as a film student here on campus, <laughs> the number of dudes that I know who they all have a number of different directors that inspire them. A lot of Tarantino, <laughs> uh, a lot of Scorsese. Uh, you know, Todd Phillips. No, not no Todd Phillips. You know, it's crazy how that happens. Almost like he's a hack, right? Uh, he inspires you, doesn't he? Oh, he inspires me to do some acts that I can't talk about on this web program. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it, you you hear about so many like different inspirations for for white dudes in film in terms yeah. of like directing, and then. I, I've always I'm I'm curious as the like what sort of inspirations do women in this field have? Yeah, I'm a film and screenwriting minor, and um, I was in a screenwriting class, and our professor was asking us like, "Hey, like, who are your biggest inspirations for like screenwriters or directors?" And like, I've, like all like the white dudes in class were like, "Ah, oh, Quentin Tarantino, like so on and so forth," and I literally did not know any like movie directors that were either like. People of color, like, I know Ava du- DuVernay. I, she was the one that, uh, I forgot. I, don't, I, I know who that is. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce her name either. But, like, she was the only director that popped up in my head. But I didn't know any, like, South Asian, like, female directors, any, like, Asian female directors just off the top of my head. I would probably have to go to Google to search that up. Whereas, like, you can only, when you think of directors, you, like, usually think of, like, Quentin Tarantino and, like, all these male white directors. And that's kind of disappointing to see. Scorsese, Kubrick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even, like, uh, James Gunn, Ryan Johnson, even. Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Not Bay. that you should. Michael Bay, George Lucas, J.J. Abrams. I'm just, like, G- Spiel- yeah, Spielberg. Just listing off a bunch of names, you yeah, know. Yeah, and they're all white dudes that's funny because so. i know who most of those are because they were in epic rap battles of history it was like a director's fight i'd look it up it's quite funny oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um but yeah and like you don't i mean growing up i'm for those who don't know i'm biracial um you obviously what well, they can't see me they don't know <laughs> but growing up there was like no representation for me ever I had That's a Raven, which she wasn't biracial. And then, no biracial. But there was, like, some. But, like, but like now I see more films, like, showing that. Like, there's literally a show called Mixed Dish now. Mixed Dish? Uh, well, it's kind of, like, blackish. Oh, It's okay. the mom story when she was little. Ah, okay. So it's called, mix, like, they have grown-ish, blackish, and mix, mixed-ish. Anyway, point is, we're getting more diverse, but, like, they're not being recognized for their diversity. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, it's not that difficult. Like, women make movies. Minorities do things in movies all the time. We... And it's, it's, it's just... It's... Disappointing and sad? It's incredibly disappointing and sad, and it's frustrating to talk about... 
because there's always the counter argument of, but why, shouldn't the best person win? But if... The best person doesn't even get a chance to sit at the table. Yeah. That's the problem. I'm sorry, but I feel like w- Little Women and the narrative that Little Women tells deserves to sit up there with Ford versus Ferrari about cars. Yeah, the thing is... And Once Upon a Time once upon a time in Hollywood is an interesting thing. And 1917, which, I'm sorry, is just another war movie that I've seen... Yeah. So many times. We've seen so many war movies. It, it's not what what else is new about them? The, they, it's all just like the the problem you see with it is it the best person can't win cuz it's not fair. The deck is always stacked against uh minority creators. Yeah. The deck will never be in their favor. It's if the Oscars don't even like think about acknowledging their movies, they're never going to get nominated. Nope. And it's going to, I don't know what the Oscar, like the Academy's panel is and like this year in terms of who did the voting. Yeah. But they don't know how to vote. Uh, very often you look at that panel and it's, it's a lot of older people, a lot of industry people. Yeah. And well, if it, you think about it, it's like people in like the panel, only want to nominate those like films that they feel represented with yeah right yeah. so like by having a more diverse panel then you're going to get more diverse films like, so literally looking at best picture you have one and a half that tell a female narrative i'm counting marriage story as half um because it's about a marriage, obviously, uh, between a male and a female. And then one movie that focuses on a minority, Parasite. Yeah. I don't think any of the others do. That's two out of nine noms that are yeah. not about white males. Well, I mean, yeah. What and can you say? that's kind of depressing. Like, Harriet wasn't even... Did she even get Best Director... Or did they even no. get nominated for Best Director? No. What? Harry got two award, two nominations, maybe three. Best Song, Actress. I think that's it. I mean, you, you, you can't just sit there and you're like, wow. Then you look at the act, leading actresses and actor, or actors and actresses, and not much diversity in those either, but, you know. It's depressing, let's be real. And we every year this gets brought up, but it doesn't change. And so, I don't know, does us bringing it up even matter, I guess? I in mean, in a weird way. Us bringing it up, no. Uh not to be the Debbie Downer. <laughs> uh we are a small podcast. <laughs> But I met people individually. We we don't matter. But as a collective, we need to start bringing these sorts of issues up if we want to progress the art form further, because otherwise we start seeing the same stories being told. And quite frankly, as a moviegoer who just who enjoys seeing new things and enjoys seeing new narratives and wants to see new things, I am so sick and tired of war movies. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of these exact same stories about angsty dudes. Every every war movie, my family, because my grandfather, he's a veteran, he served in the Vietnam War, is all about war movies. Um, 
every war movie comes out and they look at me and they're like, do you want to come see it with us? And I look, I'm like, no, because I've watched the same movie over and over again with the same, with basically the same cookie cutter characters that you're just like, all right, I know this is going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. And yet, but it also makes sense that they keep making them because they get rewarded for it. It's like, oh, here, here you go. Take the award. You made a war movie. Great. Or you you made a movie about an angsty male. Here you go. Great. Have, Have this and this and this because you did something different. Not really, but... Any final thoughts as we're at an hour and, like, ten minutes? I'm just depressed. <laughs> yeah, this ended up getting really depressing all yeah. of a sudden. Because it's frustrating, and you just... You can make jokes about the movies that get nominated. Like, you can make jokes that about Joker and Cats. Thank God Cats was not nominated for anything. Where was Cats? Or I really would have fought someone at that point. If it would have If it would have been nominated for Best Picture... You guys, I am feeling very oppressed that my favorite film, Cats, was not nominated. Look, the furries out there need to feel represented, too, and Cats was the one way that they're going to feel that representation. I don't even think they're accepting Cats. <laughs> I don't think anyone's accepting Cats as an option here. That's fair. That's <laughs> even correct. the furries rejected Cats. <laughs> oh, but, like, no. I still couldn't get over Idris Elba as a cat. Okay, let's be real. All those people. I'm sorry, but if I was any of those people and I saw how that movie turned out, I'm firing my agent. First thing I'm doing, and hiding for like an, a year. Yeah, just just uh, <laughs> do some smaller films for a little bit. <laughs> Get up on the le- back on your level. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like feel. Uh, that's one of those things where you have to like rethink your life, figure out like, like where Ian you're McKellen, going. Ian McKellen, you do better. I mean, he's cash. He's an old dude. Let him cash in his paycheck. You know, I no, I respect. Because he does great work. I respect him cashing in the paycheck. Sometimes you just gotta make that bank. Freaking Taylor Swift, she makes enough money. She don't need to cash that check. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't deserve to cash the paycheck. But I'll give I'll give it to Ian McKellen. <laughs> Idris Elba can also cash the paycheck. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> but also. I wouldn't be putting that on my acting resume anytime soon. No. <laughs> I'd just be like, well, they're like, but you didn't do anything in this time. It's fine. Yeah, what, explain what what happened during this. I was not working on anything. Also, nope. what is, what's with James Corden just being animals? Like, he was in... Um... Can we just get rid of James Corden? Yeah. Oh, my god! Is, is, so, is that so hard much to ask? Is that too well, much to ask for? Okay, for, first of all, he was an emoji. Yeah, he was an emoji movie. He was an emoji. He was a rabbit in, like, Peter Rabbit, and yeah. now he's a cat. I have a theory that James Corden is secretly a furry, but this is not the right time to talk about <laughs> we're, it. We're getting a little off track. Okay. Where's Where's James Corden Oscar nomination? Yeah. <laughs> he's Taylor so good. Swift. On this note, on this wonderful, bright note... We gotta wrap it up, guys. Excellent. All right, final thoughts. Bad. Bad. <laughs> I, 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 I Angie. <laughs> okay. I, I is depressed. Very depressed. <laughs> I'm going to say this as I say in almost every episode. I've, there's only been like one this year that I haven't gotten the opportunity to say this. Hollywood, do better. Just do better. Be better. Make things diverse. Like, 
and reward them for it. Because it doesn't really inspire people to keep doing things differently and diverse if they don't get rewarded for it. This has been a magical mix-up of Coven and Input 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I like that magical mix-up. I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. I was like, oh, that works. Um, so uh, we talked about the Oscars today. Um, join us for another lovely episode of The Coven and catch Tanner on Input 2. I am your host, Ashley, the Warrior Witch, and joining me today was... Tanner Kenny, the Fraudulent Wizard. And Shweta Sundarajan, the Wicked Witch of the East. All right. Um, be sure to check out more of The Coven, other podcasts, and other articles such as reviews and news and features on ByteBSU.com. We're on all social media platforms. Snapchat, which I don't know if we update a lot, but we're on Snapchat. We're going to start doing it. Okay, there you go. Instagram, Facebook, where you can catch Bite at the Movies, which Tanner's in a lot. Um, and... What's the other one? Twitter. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter, guys, so that always escapes my mind. Twitter's the one we probably end up using the most. Yeah, Twitter's but, our big one. But follow all, all of our social medias. Yeah, for all the updates and all the beautiful things that we do. This is. A, I hope you have a magical week, and I will see you next time. Bye! <laughs>